Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm Aubrey, registered dietitian. And I'm Casey, a personal trainer. And together, we're here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hi, and welcome to this introductory episode of the Joyful Health Show. We are so excited to get started. I am Aubrey Goldbeck, and this is my co-founder, partner, Casey Schuler. Hey, Casey. Hi. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk to you guys about our personal stories. How did two health professionals, a dietitian and a fitness personal trainer, come to Intuitive Health by Grace. So to start, I'm going to share Casey's bio with you guys. And this is so fun because we don't get to do this very often. Um, Casey Schuler is an author, a personal trainer, and of course, the co-founder of the Joyful Health Collective. Her mission is to help women find lasting health by starting with grace and finding joy in movement. She lives with her husband and her two daughters in Athens, Georgia. And outside of Joyful Health Co., you can connect with Casey at Casey B. Schuler on Instagram. So today we are excited to share our personal testimonies when it comes to intuitive health by grace. Um, and I love hearing Casey's story. No matter how many times I hear it, I learn something new. But Casey, why don't we just get started um, by sharing sort of a background of your um, career and how you came to intuitive health by grace? Sure. Thank you. Yes. I just love being able to share God's story in my life because it's so, um, we usually live life forwards and we understand it backwards. So being able to share that story is, allows me also to see how God has been working. And I'm always kind of questioning like, what should I do next? What the, what's the next best thing? But the way that God paves our lives is ultimately perfect. So we know that we can trust him. So my story is um, I grew up in um, a wonderful family. My dad was a retired army um, retired army man. So he's always active. My mom was a personal trainer. She still is a fitness instructor. And so, um, just activity was a part of life and that was a part of our family life and making memories and, um, just doing things together. That's what we did as we would go on walks or we would go on jogs or we would play tennis or, you know, go explore on bike rides on vacation and things like that. So it was naturally fitting for me to, become a fitness instructor myself when I went to college because I started taking my mom's classes in high school and then I wasn't actually certified, but she would have me kind of take over sometimes. And I don't know if it was because she just wanted to like train me in it or she just needed a break, but either way, it was just, <laughs> all, it was just super fun to me. And, um, and I remember going to this, I remember going to Zumba class one time when I was in high school and thinking, this is the most fun I have ever had. And I was very self-conscious as a teenager and I didn't dance. I didn't hug people. Um, I just like would stand there with my arms closed. And it's so funny to see how the Lord has brought me out of that. But movement is was one of the big things that um, really sparked joy for me that in a way that was surprising and really drew me in. And so I became a fitness instructor in college, but what I learned as a fitness instructor is that people liked coming to my classes if they were really sore or, um, you know, it's like, oh, I couldn't walk the next day. That was a great workout. And so that 
pushed me to do harder classes. And if I was doing the workout, then I also became really sore. And, but I just thought that was normal. And so it was normal to be sore all the time, um, to kind of just like hurt (laughs) generally. Um, And then I was also pursuing a degree in health promotion and behavior. I was fascinated by the way that we think about our choices when it comes to health in particular. And um, I remember going to a clinic to shadow someone and the man was doing some anti-smoking classes and people would show up because their insurance would give them a discount if they showed up, but I could just see the look of despair in his face and just thinking, I I can't actually make any real change here. Um, people just come and this is my job, but you know, what is it really for if people are not coming on their own and they're not, they're, they have to keep coming back because they're not implementing this in their own life. Um, and that also kind of stuck with me. And so when I started out Um, after graduating college, I went and worked in the corporate wellness sphere, um, at Starbucks corporate. And I became a trainer there and also people pushed really hard, but then I worked at another place, um, where people just wanted to like work and they wanted to go home. But then, you know, they were going to their doctors and their doctors would tell them, well, you need to lose weight. And, fitness was part of that answer. And so coming to me felt like a drudgery, like, Oh, like this is my medication I have to take, you know, and just swallow the pill. But it's, (laughs) it was hard to fit into people's lives because they had to commute to work. And then they sat down all day and they didn't have time built into their workday to do exercise. And so it was just really catch 22. And it, and I started to feel the discouragement because I couldn't really help people in the way that I wanted to. And also with personal training, when I did that on my own, I wanted to empower people so they didn't have to come back. Um, but I saw with anything that was very weight loss oriented, people would come back. Um, and it was just like a cycle of like, well, I overate. And so I knew I needed to work out instead of movement, just being a joyful thing. Like when I remember from that Zumba class of thinking like, I'm so sweaty and this is just fun. I didn't think about burning calories. It was just like, I feel so alive. Um, and I wanted, I was just like hated that wasn't the norm, that the norm was exercise is, is punishment. You have to do it to be healthy. No one likes it, but in order to lose weight, you have to burn calories. Um, and to burn calories, you have to do something that's high impact, um, high intensity and, and that for a long duration. And that put a lot of stress on people's lives and their bodies, including my own. I was getting up really early to teach, you know, classes at 5.30 a.m. I mean, I would have to get up at 4.30 sometimes to go teach those classes. And, you know, as a fitness instructor, you don't get paid much. And so you want to do it for the joy of it. Um, But then I myself was hurting (laughs) and not getting sleep. Um, And then I would also see other people who, who overdid it because they would get praised for coming in to class more. They would get injured. And so, um, so I started kind of to, to back away from the fitness industry for a while. Um, and I didn't really know what I was going to do. And then I started researching more about revelation wellness and they are a faith and fitness ministry where they preach the gospel through fitness. And, um, I ended up be becoming an instructor with them and just really changed my attitude as far as like 
fitness being something that I needed to stop taking control of and let God go first so that whenever it felt, whenever I felt like a failure, it was, (laughs) um, it was because I was working in my own effort and I was not letting the Lord lead and I was not moving for that joy, um, set before me like Jesus did. And so And whenever I, if I would succeed or people would enjoy it, I knew that it also wasn't because of me. And so that was just like the healthiest place for me to be. Um, And it also really changed me with the intuitive eating part really changed me too, because I um, really love movement, um, but I was finding myself um, just getting frustrated over not being able to control my portions. I thought I should be eating a certain amount. I was going on elimination diets to kind of heal some thyroid things. And I was seeing foods as good or bad. And I was really beating myself up about eating certain things and that being like the number one source of shame for me. And um, even though people wouldn't think it, I would you know, look healthy on the outside. I was a personal trainer. Um, I ate really you know, quote, healthy things, but still I felt like I was failing. And so, um, but then I would eat, I felt like I, sugar was bad. And so I couldn't eat sugar, but then I would eat it because it was good. (laughs) I wanted it. And so, um, so this, at this one point is just, this is kind of like my come to Jesus point. And I think we all have those, but mine, um, was just sitting at the dining room table and like eating milk duds and feeling really bad for it and being so frustrated with my lack of discipline and self-control. And I was like, I'm so disciplined. Why can I not do this? Like, I'm so tired of this. And I, uh, I guess I indirectly took it to the Lord and heard him say like, you don't have to, you know? Um, and I was like, why? There's just like this release, off of my shoulders. It felt like, you know, all of the scriptures of like, Hey, you, uh, Jesus had declared all foods clean and, and to be able to, to pursue him, um, instead of like eating the perfect way was where his grace was and where his freedom was for me and not just my spiritual life, but my body. And those two were kind of, were the same for me. And so, Um, so yeah, then, then I started going down the intuitive eating track with Aubrey's book and got in touch with her and found out joyful movement was one of the, um, principles of intuitive eating. And so I was like, we need to really, I like, I want to teach this. I don't think a lot of people know about this and I need to learn more and we need to tell other people because this is life changing. So that's kind of when we started joyful health. Yeah. Oh man. I love your um, story with exercise or movement because you, unlike many of us, you started off um, with really a great relationship with movement. Like you had a joyful experience of movement growing up. At least I don't think, correct me if you're wrong, I'm wrong. It just seems like, it didn't seem like your parents forced you to move. It was just like a part of your guys's family culture and it was enjoyable. Um, Mm -hmm. And what happened is you sort of went out into the world and diet culture (laughs) kind of put Mm -hmm. this muck on you and made you feel like you needed to um, make movement fit into the diet culture box, which is like punishment, um, more calories burned, the better, more pain, more gain. And graciously through Revelation Wellness, the Lord 
kind of washed all of that off of you. I think about that passage where Jesus is talking to the disciples and he's saying like, you've already been washed. You just need your feet to be washed. You don't, you just need your feet to be washed. And sometimes that like muck of diet culture, whatever the world has for us, um, attaches itself to us, these beliefs. And we just need to like, let Jesus wash that away and restore our first love. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you talk about joyful movement, you really mean it. You really experienced it from childhood. Um, and so I love that. I love that you can kind of come to it from that perspective. And maybe what you guys don't know if you're listening is that Casey wrote the book Joyful Movement before she, like she sort of alluded to it, before she really knew that that was a principle of intuitive eating. Um, and I think that just is a testament to um that she lives and breathes it, but also that it's something that um, is near and dear to God's heart. Um, so definitely read that book if you haven't already. Um, Casey, I I am curious, um, when you went through Revelation Wellness, did, you, did your own relationship to just the way that you moved your body? Because I know you talk a lot about how you trained your clients, but like with how you moved and the movement that you did, did that change at all? Yeah, and I think I was still equating working out with calorie burn and as far as like, okay, I ate this, so I need to do this. Um, and I didn't know, I didn't have a label for diet culture. I didn't know what that was. I wasn't ever trying to lose weight, but I was trying to make up for what I ate because what I thought I ate was bad and working out was good. But then <laughs> I, there was no freedom in that because I was like, well, I'm only doing HIIT workouts. But I also, I also realized that what I love to do was I like to do, like from some of the research and Move for Joy, I um, kind of the way that our body is designed, our body is designed for certain movements to come more naturally to us. So I'm short, I'm five, two. And so I'm low to the ground, um, which makes me a good candidate for boxing. Cause I have a really good center of gravity or ice skating or gymnastics. And those are all of the things that I'm like, ah, oh, I love to do those things. Um, and like powerlifting and sprinting because I have fast twitch muscle fibers. And I know that because I love to sprint. I love to run really fast um, because it makes me feel good. I don't love to run really long. And I did a, a half marathon in college and it was horrible. But that's like when marathons became really trendy. And it was like, hi, oh God, this is the thing I got to do. I got to check it off my bucket list. And I was just like literally praying the whole time of like, this hurts. I didn't train well for it because I didn't enjoy running for long periods of time. And so that was not a great experience. So I think being able to see like, oh, I can let go of some of those things. I don't have to do the things that are trendy or even what wellness culture says that is healthy for you because that's not healthy for me. If I'm forcing myself to do it, I'm dreading this thing. Um, that's not going to create joy. And also the whole thing about like joyful movement is the way that it's different is because you're focusing on how it makes you feel rather than how it makes you look. And that is a huge part of fitness for me is like being able to feel free. And there's a lot of technology around exercise nowadays. And I am just a huge proponent of like the less technology for me personally, the better, because I just want to get out of my head. I want to move. I want to get into my body. 
Um, I want to be in the space I'm in, connect with the environment, connect with my body. Um, and so being able to have the freedom and the permission to do that really changed what I chose to do and to be able to play around and, and be like, yeah, that was a quote workout, but you know, really being able to see like, what's, what's fits with my life. If I hated being like hurting, going up the stairs and I would be like, no, I can't pick you up my toddler two-year-old because my back hurts and the workout that I did made it worse. Like that's not helping for my relationships. Um, so I realized like, okay, what are the things that will help my actual day-to-day life? Um, picking up my kids and not being sore, being able to have more energy, being able to sleep in sometimes and, um, and, and allowing movement to be, um, just like a gift that I can use rather than something I have to live under. So to speak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love what you're just saying. Cause it makes me think about like any health habit or any, like anything we do, whether it's how we eat or how we move our body, we want that thing, that habit or that behavior to support the rest of our health, the rest of our life, um, because there are so many facets of health. There's relational health that you hit on. There's the mental health of like, if you're stressed about having to get up at 4.30 in the morning, um, there's all of these things. And if our exercise is um, stealing from all of those areas, then it's not really contributing to our holistic health. It's not supporting those things. And we believe that, um, the health behaviors, the life that God has for us and the rhythms and habits and those things that he has for us are all work in unison, um, to make us live into that person that he made us to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're not stealing and fighting from each other. Um, so I love that picture. I think that goes hand in hand with what we teach and what we believe here at joyful health. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like that integrated whole person being like you're saying, it's not stealing from your life, it's giving. And, you know, mm-hmm. God, he, you know, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but God came to give life and life abundant. And so, um, and because we are free as Christians, we no longer have to live under that condemnation of like, oh, I didn't get my workout in. I'm a bad person. Like that's, that doesn't apply to us anymore. You know, the spiritual laws are in effect. So, um, okay. So Aubrey, let's hear from you. How did you as a (laughs) dietitian, um, a person Mm -hmm. who prescribes meal plans to people, what does intuitive eating look like for you? How did you get into that? Because a lot of us, when we think of intuitive eating, it sounds, it can sound kind of flimsy and like, well, what does science and nutrition have to do with that? So what, what's your story? Oh man. Yeah. I feel like I just need to start out with this. I, in college, I, um, started as an accounting major because I wanted to do something, um, that was secure and that would have, I would have a guarantee of getting a job. This is just a picture of me at that time, like control, control, control. Like I, I didn't want to take risks. I wanted to make sure I never hurt for money, you know? Um, so I started off as an accounting major. I was good at math and then I got into it and I was a collegiate swimmer. Um, and so I had gotten to a point in my career, um, at the university where I hit a plateau, I was actually overtraining. I got mono, I got really sick from just, 
a really high workout load that I wasn't used to in high school and pushing, pushing, pushing myself because that was the only way I knew. I didn't understand that our bodies need Mm. rest to recover. Um, And so through that, I met with our nutritionist at the university and I was able to um, just add some little nutrition strategies here and there to fuel my body better. And I did so much better. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I had always kind of had an interest in food and nutrition. Um, I did watch my mom sort of have a mixed relationship with um, food and dieting and her body growing up. Not super bad, but just something I took in. Um, And I had this you know, I, I've had this sports nutrition piece and also this underlying desire that, man, if I can help people, I didn't even really know if it was weight loss at the time, but I just, if, if I can help people figure this out, you know, Mm -hmm. we're always struggling with our bodies. I see women struggling with their bodies and with food, then I can really help people be happy. And, and it really started from that motivation. Um, and so I switched my uh, I switched my degree from accounting to nutrition. I remember having a call with my mom and she's like, are you sure? Are you sure you should do this? Like, this doesn't, you know, seem like you. Um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a dietitian. Didn't even know what that was. I just knew I wanted to be a sports <laughs> dietitian, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I'm going to go and tell people exactly what to eat. They're going to get better, faster. They're going to get leaner, skinnier, all the things they want. It's all here if they just perfect their eating. Mm. Um, And so that started that path. Um, And really, I just, I love physiology. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And physiology is um, really more about the systems of the body and how everything works together. And it is so cool to see God's design um, and how all these intricate systems work together to help the body incline towards health. That was so cool to me. I don't think I put it all together in college, but later I realized like, look at all this evidence that God has designed our bodies well. Um, Hated anatomy, absolutely hated it. And so Casey and my husband, who's a chiropractor, that's where they shine. Um, But I like the internal things. (laughs) So anyways, fast forward, um, I graduated. I was done with my swimming career. I really had an identity crisis. Who am I if I'm not this perfect student, perfect athlete? Um, Who am I? I'm just this girl who got married young. All my friends are like living their life, you know, in the big city. Um, And here I am struggling Mm -hmm. with who I am, you know, struggling with everything when when you're a young adult and you just graduate college. And so I sort of turned to what I knew, which was food um, and and exercise because I had worked out so hard for so long. I really did not know how to, um, move my body in like a normal way that, I, that didn't require me to get up at, at four thirty in the morning. Um, yeah, all kinds of things. So I started running cause that seemed like an intense exercise that could replace collegiate swimming. I, um, started like tracking all my food intake. I really just had this sense of like, if I can't control all these other things in my life or earn my worth through, you know, my performance here, I'm going to do it through eating and, and exercising. Mm -hmm. Um, and quickly, thankfully God sort of put a halt to that in my life after I graduated from, um, getting my master's and getting my dietetics degree. Um, I had, I had a couple things happen. One, I really wanted to get pregnant and really wanted to have children. And I hadn't had a normal period at that point, which 
looking back, <laughs> it was definitely because of my restrictive eating and overexercising. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. Two, I had gotten passed over for a job that I really, really wanted that I thought for sure I'm a shoe in I knew the people who worked there. They encouraged me to apply and to interview and someone else got it who had more experience than me. Oh. So I had this like crisis. I was really believing this like performance. Like if I do X, you know, everything will go good for me. And it was falling apart <laughs> and God was helping me learn to trust him um, and to understand grace. And so at that time I had started, like, I think my parents had started listening to like attending a different church and talking to me about some things. And I started listening to some different preachers. Um, and I just, God just revealed the gospel to me new. I mean, I'd been a Christian my whole life, but it was pretty um, performance-based for me. I didn't fully understand it. Um, and then I I finally grasped that my worth was already paid for, that I wasn't going to earn my way to anything, that every good gift I had is from God. Um, and even every good effort and is fr- empowered by Him. Mm-hmm. So that's happening in my spiritual life. And at the same time, I had gotten a job and I was working at a hospital as a hospital dietitian where I prescribed diets for different things like diabetes and heart disease um, and weight loss sometimes because we would get consulted by doctors to speak to people about weight loss. And that was not, I loved talking with people, but the actual work, it didn't feel important because I would get there and I would see the same patients month after month and they would tell me, you know, I'm doing all these things and I'd take their food histories and they were barely eating anything. Like they, you know, they weren't even eating enough. It didn't make sense, right? From everything mm-hmm. I learned in school, they should be losing weight um, and they should be getting healthier if they're losing weight. And that just wasn't the case. They weren't able to follow diets um, and they weren't getting healthier from restricting food, even if they had lost weight. And so I was just sort of like, I don't know. I don't know if this is the career for me. Um, I was even running like weight loss programs at gyms on the side because I thought, well, these people are motivated. They paid for this program. They're going to come and they're going to have great success. And they would go on these restrictive diets and they would lose a few pounds. um, And then they would (laughs) stabilize and they would still be restricting and they would not lose any more. And they would get super mad at themselves. And I'd try to encourage them, you know, keep eating these healthy foods, like keep making these changes. They didn't care because it was all about the weight. So all of this to say, a perfect storm. I'm like, okay, God, can you show me, is there a different way? Is there a way that you want people to eat? You know, like show me in the Bible. So I'm expecting to see, you know, food rules. Um, and what, what I found was the New Testament offered a lot of freedom for food. And I realized, mm-hmm. okay, something's off with how I'm viewing food and how God views food. And anyways, doing Bible study and also doing some research, I found and discovered intuitive eating and health at every size. Um, I discovered that we could listen to our body's cues for hunger and fullness. Um, We could fuel our bodies well and actually be more likely to reach a healthy state than if we were restricting them which really that all fit with my history as an athlete because I got into nutrition fueling myself better and performing better. (laughs) But 
somehow like you, it's like Mm -hmm. I kept going and I was told to help people restrict. Um, There is so much science to show that restriction is not helpful or realistic long-term, that it causes all of these other um, things like disordered eating and even binging later. And we go into that in our masterclass, Stop Dieting and Discover the Joy in Food and Fitness. But I realized that on a personal level and with my clients, and I started um, practicing intuitive eating I did get my period back in the midst of fueling my body better. (laughs) I Mm. had a baby. Um, Life really changed for me. And I realized that this was what I was meant to do. I'm meant to help people find freedom um, so that they're not so obsessed with eating and they can live their lives um, with joy. And also the really cool thing for me in this work is that when we discover how amazing God is in his design of our bodies. It's just one more way that we learn a little bit about God's character and a li- mm-hmm. and we learn to trust him and we see him um, in that he he's so wise. Like he's designed our bodies to send us these cues, to be nourished. Um, he didn't leave us alone to white knuckle our eating and our health and our exercise. Um, so that was, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> I don't even know what, where I would, if I answered the question or not, Casey. No, you answered everything. And I was like, well, I was going to ask her about the benefits. I was going to ask her about how she actually ended up helping people. And you answered all of those things. And what I would say too, is like you, like God is patient. He's patient with each one of us. And oh, like he has these gifts of food and movement for us, like ready for us. And meanwhile, we're like just struggling and striving to do the right things. And he's like, well, I actually just, I want you to love me and I want you to love other people. So however you can do that with food and movement, like as they fit into your life, then great, you know? Um, And so it's just, it's like such a weight lifted off. And Aubrey, um, I just wanted to remind the listeners too of kind of your background and you've already said most of your bio in a very much more digestible way through your story. But um, for the listeners who may not know Aubrey, she is a dietitian. She's a writer. She's a mama and a mom of a giant dog named Ruby <laughs> who inspired me to get a dog somehow. Um, <laughs> you know, I just really loved all the fun chaos. <laughs> um, but Aubrey's on a mission to help Women ditch those diets, find grace in the areas of food, body image, motherhood, and beyond. She is a great mama, and I can attest to that. Um, She is the co-founder of the Joyful Health Collective with me, and we are adding to the team. Um, She's worked one-on-one with clients as a dietitian in private practice since 2015. So she's got some years under her belt. She's the author of the book called Grace, Food, and Everything in Between. So if you're kind of wondering about this intuitive health by grace thing, then go ahead and check out her book. It's very readable. Just like Aubrey said, just like the way that she speaks is she has stories, she has science. It's all in there. Um, And then with her husband, they run the Dwell Well Family. It's a blog that empowers other families to parent a team to live simply and rediscover the lost art of making things themselves. So she lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma with her husband and kids, and you can connect with her 
on Instagram at Aubrey Golbeck. Okay, Aubrey. So we've shared our stories. Um, we've shared um, health at every size, some of the principles of of why it has like why restriction and dieting hasn't worked for us and how um, not to focus as much on how to shape our bodies, but instead of how the Lord is shaping our souls and having our habits of eating and movement flow out from that. Um, so what can, if we can leave our listeners with just like one practical thing each um What's something that you can tell them? Okay, now that you've listened to my story, here's what you can do now. Mm, that's good. I I think just listening to your story and then um, just what God put on my heart to share, I think if you as a listener can sit down and just look at the major um, events in your life concerning your body image, um, your relationship with food and your relationship with movement, maybe sit down and think about when you were a young girl um, or boy, if you're listening to this and where, how was your relationship shaped and just sort of look at the different points. Like, have you been on diets? Have you tried strict workout routines? And then what were the fruit of each of those things in those seasons? And just try to see um, some patterns and ask the Lord to help reveal some different things to you. And then I would also say, um, as a second part, think about the way that God's shaped you. What are the things that you enjoy doing when it comes to movement? What do you love? What are activities that you love? What are foods that you love? What are experiences with food that you love? And I just think getting to know how the Lord made you and your own story um, from from this side of it uh, might help point you towards where the Lord's taking you. So Casey, do you have anything else to add to that? Yeah, that's great, Aubrey. And what we say in Joyful Health is to rest in His grace and follow the Mm -hmm. joy. And so that journaling exercise, it can be like, okay, set a timer for 10 minutes. Just set aside some time and just start free writing exactly what Aubrey said. Some of those prompts of how God um, has shaped you, what you're drawn to naturally, and how He wants to draw out his joy in you. So resting in his grace is being able to be fully integrated with the Lord and then reaching out and um, spreading his glory just in a way that um, is just from the Lord and not from our own works, because mm-hmm. that is how that's is the, is the best way that, um, that we can glorify him. So um, yeah, I think that's it. Aubrey, Will you pray for everyone? And we are really just excited to um, continue sharing with you guys some of the frequently asked questions that we get and interviewing some experts in the field and have them share their stories as well, because it's, you know, it's through the blood of the Lord and the power of our testimony that we overcome. So we can't wait to and continue sharing with you. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking of that verse too. So there you go. (laughs) All right. Father God, we just thank you so much for every single person who is listening to this. Lord, I ask that you would just bring to mind um, for each of these where you've been at at different points in their life, Lord, I help, I ask that you would just show yourself, show each listener where you were at during pivotal moments in their life with their relationship with food and movement and 
um, speak to their hearts so that they know what you have for them, that you have a better way than diets, than white knuckling, Lord, and just empower them with your grace to move forward. We thank you for everything you do for us in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys. Um, like Casey said, we can't wait to continue on sharing some important questions that you guys have. And until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. Bye. Hey, y'all, if you are still listening to this, thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review so more people can discover joyful health by grace.